The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Being Bumo, a podcast for the modern parent that wants to be the best version of themselves while being the best parents they can be for their kids. We'll be spotlighting parents and experts who are not only inspiring, but also willing to share with us how it really is. Because as we all know, parenting can be equally as rewarding as it is challenging. We're here to make your life easier, a little less stressful, and help you navigate through this complex thing called parenting. Welcome back to another episode of Being Bumo. So I'm going to get a little personal with you guys. And I don't know if you have ever felt this way, but when I wake up, I just feel so tired, like super lethargic, low energy. And throughout the day, I just feel really stressed out. And I thought, well, maybe that's just how all parents are, right? And after kids, we're all just stressed out. And this is how life is. Not to mention also low sex drive. But after talking to a nutritionist friend of mine, I discovered that it's actually not okay to be feeling this way, especially all the time. She said it's normal to feel like She said it's normal to feel this way once in a while, but every single day, no. So I've been on a mission to take more supplements, exercise more, and sleep earlier. And guess what? I feel exactly the same. I mean, it was pretty disappointing. But what I realized is that you just need to get to the root of the problem. And that is why I'm so excited about today's interview because the founder I have on today is getting to the root of the problem. When I first discovered this company called Baze, I have to say it was pretty life-changing for me. I figured out why I've had such low energy and really getting to the solution of it. And if you guys follow me on Instagram, you know that I've been raving about this app. It's just been really, really incredible. So today I invited Lola Prigo, the founder of Base, on this podcast, and we talk about all things health and getting to the root of the problem. Her background is pretty impressive as she has a major tech background from Amazon, Instagram, Facebook. She is taking her tech background and making health accessible and affordable for everyone. Her background is a blend of science and technology. We had a really interesting conversation about why parents are so tired and what we can do to actually change that and get to the root of the problem. We also talk about how BASE can help parents have better sleep, sex, less stress, and a better diet. With that said, here's our conversation. Hi, Lola. Welcome to Being Bumo. Thank you for having me. Yes, I am so excited to talk to you because I am quite obsessed with your product. I just took my test, but we're going to go into that a little later. But just for starters, I always like to start off with this fun question because I'm personally really curious. What is the first thing that you did this morning right when you woke up? The very first thing. Well, right now I am lucky enough to be in Miami. So I love waking up. And just go directly to the beach and, you know, see the sun, the sunrise, think about intentions for the day, think about everything that it's in my to-do list and, you know, what I want to prioritize and yeah, making sure that the day feels good, that that's the most important, right? That's incredible. I wish that I, I was able to walk to the beach before starting the day. That sounds like a dream. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's we're going to end this week though. Oh, it is? Where, where do you go back to? New York, New York City. Ah. I am one of those that left the city during quarantine. I did one year and three months of COVID in New York City in a one-bedroom apartment. 
And in March, I'm like, I cannot deal with this anymore. And I came to Miami for a few months. So that, that felt like a good, a good relief, but I'm going yeah. back to the city. Well, I'm sure you're going back with like a renewed heart and just like, just ready to, to conquer kind of the new normal. So we're going to jump right into it because I have quite literally a million questions for you. So we're going to jump right into it because I have quite literally a million questions for you, mainly because parents in general are always so tired. And it's something that we kind of like to talk about openly, but also in a weird way, it seems like at least for me, we're kind of bragging about how tired we are. And I mean, honestly, it shouldn't be something that we're proud about, but it just become the new norm where it's like, we're exhausted. We have low energy, low sex drive, like all of those things. And I'm speaking for myself. So do you know the reasoning behind all this? Because I've literally tried everything and I just can't figure it out. That's why base is here, right? The problem is there's no magical answer to this. I wish there would be, but if there would be the number one reason, let's say vitamin D deficiency, which is, you know, something that is real common, but if there would be one thing uh, that is the root cause, then there would be just one solution and everyone would do it. But there are like, you know, the top, I can give you the top three that we are seeing at base. And as you said, right, it's this cycle and this chicken and egg problem, because when you don't sleep, your body has tendencies to stop producing energy. Basically you get more vitamin D deficiencies, more vitamin deficiencies, which then you are more low in energy. And then, you know, that also impacts your sex hormones, which also stress, stress mm-hmm. impacts your sex hormones. And then your, your libido goes low and then you're unhappy. And it's just this constant cycle that is just really hard to, you know, break out from. But what we are seeing is, you know, of course, being a new parent means that sleep is going to be interrupted. It's not going to be the regular eight hours. So how can we make sure that at least we are supplementing that with other, you know, with other things? The top causes for low energy that we see at base and specifically for new parents are, as I mentioned, when your sleep gets interrupted, then you start getting more tendencies to be vitamin D deficient, uh, to get vitamin B12 deficiencies or folate. So we see those a lot for people that come to base. Believe it or not, there are some people that then they start eating, you know, all kinds of things and they their sugar levels go up, which eventually there is this marker that it's called HbA1c. I am not going to be super boring with science things, but this means that some people after being a new parent have tendencies to go into what it's called pre-diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get really tired and they start supplementing with things, but that's just not going to fix it because it just means that the way you're eating and the way you're processing sugar is just not working at all. And you're going to be perpetually tired until you adjust that with diet. And then the last one that this is a pretty fun one to me because people don't know about it. They start taking melatonin to go to sleep, right? Like, Hey, my sleep is all over the place. So let me take let, let me take melatonin. Well, guess what's happened? What happens there? They overdose in melatonin. So then we see those levels going super, super high. And then in the morning, they're still really high. So they wake up and they are really groggy. Mm. <laughs> and now it's just again that problem of constant low energy because they are taking supplements that are not the ones that they should be taking. So those are the top three that we are seeing at base for, you know, for people that come to us with low energy. 
That's really interesting. And it totally makes sense because I think so many of us are kind of prescribed to this like one size fits all. It's almost like, oh, you're tired, then you should take, or you're not getting enough sleep, then you should take melatonin or you need more energy, then you should take this. But when in fact, and which is the reason why I find your company fascinating is that everything is personalized and, you know, that is really the root of it, right? Because not everyone's blood level, hormone level is the same. And so that's why I think what you're doing is so revolutionary. Can you talk about a little bit more about BASE? Because for those people that have no idea what we're talking about, they're just like, what is BASE? It sounds incredible. So can you kind of, for starters, talk about what exactly BASE is and why you started it? Yes. So the short answer, what BASE is, it's an app that gets paired with personalized lab testing plans. And it's giving you diet and supplements and lifestyle recommendations to fix those imbalances that are making you feel tired or, you know, making you really stressed or, you know, having difficulty losing weight or, you know, not having a well-rounded diet. The long answer, and to tie it back to your previous question, the reason why I started BASE was because when I was working at Instagram, my background is in engineering and science. I went to med school only for one year back in Spain, where I'm from, to then transition to work for big tech companies, Amazon, Facebook, Instagram. And I was working in all kinds of cool technologies there. When I started experiencing fatigue, chronic fatigue, and you know, I think at the time I was 26, 27 years old, and it was really frustrating because as you said, I tried some supplements, it was, they were not working. And then I read about this thing called the keto diet, which was really popular back then. And you know, you lose weight and then you gain a lot of energy. Perfect. So I tried that one and it did make me feel good. My chronic fatigue, Uh, got relieved. But four months in, again, I was feeling awful. So it was not until I got lab work done. And again, I have medical background. So I was, I had better tools than the average, the average consumer, the average person. When I did lab work, I realized that my fatigue was coming from deficiencies in B12 and folate, which at that point, I'm like, how did this happen? And then with my keto diet, I managed to, by not eating the right fats, alter my cholesterol. It's skyrocketed. And also my thyroid hormones, because I didn't know this at the time. Women, we really need carbs specifically at night. So my thyroid hormones became imbalanced. All of that, you know, like it took me about six months at that point or seven months to get a hint as to why I was feeling chronically fatigued. And everything that I tried in the past was not an attempt on the right direction. And that was when, you know, like I saw it that I had to quit uh, big tech and use that technology that is so powerful, but we are using that to help people spend more time on their phones, buy more, to actually use that technology to help people feel better by understanding what's going on with their bodies. That's incredible. So it's like mixing science and technology to like really revolutionize the healthcare system, which is much needed because I don't even remember the last time I got blood tests done. I mean, really, it was mainly because I just don't have the time to go to the doctor, make an appointment, wait in line. You know, that whole process is just so painful. And as a busy mom, I'm just like, it's fine. It could wait. But 
the last time I got blood work done was with you guys, which was so easy. Like I literally just did it at home. It was super painless. And now I'm just waiting for my results, which is quite incredible. So, you know, before we dive into the process, because I think the process is what makes it so exciting for me as a busy parent. Can you talk about your chronic fatigue a little bit more on the personal side, because the reason why I want to get into this is I think a lot of parents do have chronic fatigue, but don't even realize that they have it. So what were the symptoms that you had that you're like, oh, this is not normal? Because I think everyone just assumes that being tired is normal. That's a great question. There are so many little nuances that, as you have said, people accept that that's the way that they, you know, how they should live their lives. And for me, what seemed odd that a lot of people accept was when, you know, I was trying to do a task. You go in and let's say that you say, I have to respond to my emails. Like, you know, I'm going to go through my inbox and answer emails, or I'm just going to go and get that proposal out. I think that procrastination, it's a big symptom of low energy, right? When you're feeling brain fog, fatigue, you open your laptop, you're trying to do a task, but then you don't have enough energy. So you end up browsing Instagram, browsing Facebook, right? Because you're just feeling lazy, but you're feeling lazy because you're low in energy, right? That's why some people uh, play some music to get pumped up, right? To get that energy, like, let me, let me get these through. And so for me, mindless scrolling or mindless browsing, it's a symptom of low energy. Another big one for me was that when you finish work, you don't feel like doing anything at 5 p.m., mm. which, you know, it makes sense that you finish work and you take a few minutes or an hour to, you know, get to the, get on the couch, rest, maybe you watch 30 minutes of TV or, you know, you do something to relax. But then if you're not able to pick that back up again, something is off, right? If you get on the couch at 5 p.m. after you finish work, and you feel like not doing anything else and that doesn't change throughout the night or throughout the evening, something it's usually off. Specifically, if you're under 70 years old, uh, you know, you should have energy to at least not end your day at 5 or 6 p.m. Yeah. Well, I also think for parents, it's really interesting because we're in a position where we don't have a choice and we have to do all these things for the kids that even if you're tired, you could kind of power through it. So it's really hard to realize like, okay, because I don't have these down moments for myself and it's just like, go, 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 go. Sometimes you don't realize that you do have that fatigue because you're just powering through it. But it's like these moments for me personally, it's in the mornings. And I've always just assumed that I'm just not a morning person. I hate the mornings, but I literally, I just like, I am so foggy and groggy in the morning. I just can't even think. I just want, if I could sleep, if I didn't have kids, like I could probably sleep for the rest of the day. Like, honestly, that was it for me. Because if I had the choice of having the entire day to do something, it would be to sleep. And it's simply because I don't have that energy and I'm just overexhausted. And, but then again, I don't get to those, I don't, I am not able to get to that place because I have my kids and I just have to like keep going, right? And so that's when I realized that I I actually might have chronic fatigue as well, but without even realizing it. And then also on the stress side, like when I think about my stress, my stress, I get stressed out about thinking about my stress. Like I build up more anxiety thinking about 
the stress that I have, which um, is a big part of kind of what you guys are also trying to solve, which is one of the the bases that you guys have, right? Which is stress, sex drive, low energy, oh, and sleep. So let's talk about that. Actually, before we talk about that, let's talk about the process because I was really fascinated with the process. When I first heard about it, I was like, oh, it's probably going to be really painful and you know, it's going to be just a lot of work, but you guys made it so simple. I just downloaded an app. And then once I downloaded the app, I got the kit. I took my little blood test, did a little prick, super simple. Uh, and now I'm just waiting for the results. That's going to be sent onto my, my app, right? Which is so simple. And you guys make it too easy almost to not fix these issues that you you may be facing. So how did you guys get it down to that? Like, how did you guys, why did you guys make it too easy and too simple? I don't know if that's a, a proper question, but I just never experienced anything like it. And I know that there's like 23andMe, they started kind of the trend of giving the average consumer access to their DNA, which was pretty mind-blowing when I first heard about it. But now you guys are doing it with blood tests, blood work, right? So why did you guys decide to do blood work? And really quickly before we get into the the how it works and, you know, why blood work versus saliva and so forth. You mentioned that, you know, for you, fatigue is especially prominent in the mornings. Do you take melatonin? Quick, quick question. I have before, but I, I don't now. Okay, that's that's great. Sometimes the circadian rhythm can get altered if you supplement it before. So that's... It's funny. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say it's funny because my parents, my Korean parents are all about melatonin, right? So they're just like, oh, you you can't sleep. Take melatonin. Like you, you're stressed out. Take melatonin. I'm like, melatonin is like God to you guys. Why are you guys so obsessed with melatonin? But I, I did take it before because that's what they would suggest. But I like, honestly, it didn't really do that much for me. Gotcha. Yeah. I think that at the end of the day too, and that's the beauty of why we exist is because fatigue also looks different for different people and the root causes are different, solutions are different. So it's really not a one size fits all. And going back to your question about how it works, uh, for me, I come from, you know, big tech, Amazon, Facebook, Instagram, where these technologies just made things super easy for consumers, again, to buy or to engage with an app. And to me was, how can we bring this concept of make things easy, make operations great, right? That's what Amazon is. It's just an operations company that makes delivery best thing in the world. So how can we bring that engagement to healthcare? The reason why I say this is because as everyone else, I also get lazy about going to the doctor, right? And it's not until you tap into that emotion that it's fear or that emotion that is hope, right? Like being hopeful that you're going to be able to solve your fatigue issues. Probably you've lost your hope at this point, right? So we start from, from that point because we also want to be able to motivate people to do this super hard thing that is called health. And if it's not easy, you're not going to do it. And it makes sense. Just That's what being a human is. So we strongly believe that the first healthcare data company needs to make it fun, needs to make it super engaging for you to get your data, the data that matters, right? So in this case, if lab testing is such a hassle, people are not going to do it. And the way we design the process, 
you know, to bring it back to the how it works. You come to the base webpage and you tell us what do you care about, right? Is it that you have issues with your weight management? Is it that you're fatigued? Is it that you cannot sleep? Is it all of the above? Is it that you're stressed or feeling anxious? From there, we figure out what lab tests you have to do. And of course, you have a way in. It's usually $59, the membership. We have the improved plan that last three to six months and you can cancel at any time. And what we do is this personalized lab testing where we first identify what's off, what hormone, what vitamin, what is the root cause of how you're feeling. And then from there in app, we get the, you get your results and, and recommendations on how to fix it. Now you mentioned on how easy it is to take your sample. The way you take a test with base is, or either you do it at home. The second option is walking into a Quest Diagnostics. There are some people that still feel weird about these at home lab test kits. So we are also partnered up with Quest Diagnostics. So if you want to walk in, with your base app, you're usually in and out in 10 minutes because again, we believe in the convenience of it. If you do it at home to answer your question about, hey, white blood versus saliva. So 23andMe was doing DNA analysis and that's done via saliva traditionally. We also have saliva test kits and that's going to be the stress, the sleep and the sex drive one. So cortisol, melatonin and your sex hormones are measured via saliva. So you can do those areas if, you know, for those people who are squeamish and still want to test at home, no problem. You can do that without doing a finger prick. And now for those that want to do diet or energy or, you know, any of our other complementary tests, what they're going to be doing, it's a finger prick at home. You get this box in the mail, you open it up, you have a couple of lancets and like diabetics, you prick your finger. We also have classes for these. <laughs> you can hop into a five minutes FaceTime call with one of, you know, one of our members of the team. And then you drop a few drops of blood in, in a cart. You put that back in the box and then you mail that back to the lab. Everything is, is prepaid. You can also schedule a USP PS pickup from the app, which is, you know, again, making things super easy and super convenient. And five days later, you get results in app and we get to work on it. You know, we tell you exactly what that means. We give you a percentage uh, of optimization of score, right? Like I like to know that things are not okay. I like to know how okay they are or if something is off. What does this mean, right? Explaining where certain symptoms can be coming from. And then from there, we tell you what do you need to eat, what supplements you need to take and so forth in order to actually fix it and improve it. And then, you know, one month later or a couple of months later, you retest to actually make sure that you are fixing what you wanted to fix. Yeah, what I love about BASE as far as like what I've learned about it throughout my process is that it's not like one and done because it's great that you are able to do the finger prick at home or go into a lab and then get that result. And that's kind of what we've already experienced, right? Like if you want to find something about your health, it's more of like, okay, let me go get tested. But then after the test, the doctor will call you in and you're just like, this is low. This is what you should do. And it's kind of like, that's it, right? For someone like me, I'm super, super unaccountable to myself when it comes to my own health because I'm just crazy and busy. So I put everyone first, my kids first, my family's health first. And then if I am literally just on the floor dying, it's fine because my family and everyone is healthy. But this makes it 
so easy for you to stay accountable because not only do they tell you what 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 is wrong, but also gives you kind of a plan and keeps you accountable. So you're able to check back in and to see if you're actually making the progress that you want to make and actually get get help because there's so many times where you know the problem and you know what you need help on, but you're just like, but am I actually going to do it? Like, am I actually like, what am I supposed to do next? Like take more vitamins or like go work out, you know, like, and it's really rare for me to find people that actually kind of stay on course to get those actual issues fixed. So it's not about just finding out what the problem is, but it's kind of the next few steps that you guys really help guide the, the consumer on, right? Yes. And basically when you know that you have another test coming up in one month, that's when you get to work. So what we found is that people get motivated about, hey, you know, I I got, I have to pass this new test. At least I have to have improved something. So let me, you know, get to work. And it's funny, we've talked to some of our members and what some of them do is that they get their results, you know, and then they start their diet suggestions or recommendations two weeks before their next test because they slack for a little bit and then they're like, oh my God, it's time for the next test. Let me, you know, let me get to work on this. And and it's funny. Of course, you can also, you know, life happens and we believe that people sometimes, yeah, get distracted. Something happened or you're traveling and you didn't get to actually incorporate that recommendation. We give you the chance to skip your next test for, you know, the following month and then, you know, get that time, extra time to to work on your diet supplements and your levels and then fix those for your upcoming tests. So that's something that, again, we are not only the health data company, we also want to be the motivators. Again, I want to bring that engagement that I work towards on Instagram to not social media, but actually to, to health. I love that. And I love that you guys are, you, you mentioned that you're a science company because there's so much science behind what you guys are are doing. But you did mention that it's science first, but also doctor backed. What, what does that exactly mean? Well, that we believe in data. So for example, all of our recommendations are coming from clinical trials. So we, you know, we match your profile to what we've seen working before. And it's not one person giving you their opinion based on their experience, because what if you're an outlier, right? So that's sometimes the, the blind spots of human-driven medicine is that you may be an outlier to what that doctor has seen. But what we believe, it's actually empowering doctors with data science, right, to make the best recommendation. So we do all of that legwork of, with algorithms, actually figuring out what you should be doing based on what worked for other people like you, right? Imagine Netflix, but for your health and for your diet and, and for supplements. But then there's an actual doctor making sure that those recommendations make sense. So evaluating all of the pathways and making sure that we are still still delivering things that are according to, of course, the medical association standards and, and nutritionists and so forth. Even though we are, you know, again, all of our recommendations are source from clinical trials. Uh, we want to make sure that we have that human element, but we are just able to scale that up. So instead of people having to pay $300, $400 for a visit to a functional medicine doctor, right, we're able to scale that up and offer this program for $59.95 a month, 
which to, to me is personally really important because I come from, I'm originally from Spain where healthcare is free uh, and it's accessible to everyone. And I was fortunate enough to work in big tech and I didn't have that issue in the US and I feel really lucky, but I know how many people here, it's not like they are lazy about their health. It's just, they simply cannot access it. They cannot afford it. And that's, that's really sad. Yeah. I mean, I think we could do a whole nother episode of why US healthcare system is backwards and a bit broken, but we won't go too much into that here. But I do love that you do have all these different tracks because as we kind of talked about using technology to kind of measure these issues that so many people are facing, obviously you have all these different tracks of like diet to stress, to sleep, to sex, uh, low sex drive. What have you kind of seen across the board that has been probably the most popular amongst your users? I'm going to say something first about your stress being stressed, because this is also something that we are seeing that is super interesting. There are some people that are really, and they've been really anxious over the past few months. And what we've learned at base is the correlation in between anxiety and stress. And that being, of course, a chicken and egg problem how psychologically a given environment or situation may make you feel really anxious. And then your cortisol goes up, but then your cortisol going up makes you more anxious. And then, you know, that starts to spiral a little bit. Never ending. Never ending. And I got really curious about this fact. And I started asking a lot of doctors and looking for the best experts in, you know, functional medicine in relation to stress and cortisol. And I'm like, there's, there's something here, right? And then we started observing the correlation of coffee and anxiety and how actually by giving people recommendations to lower their cortisol levels, they inherently became less anxious, which to me was mind blowing because I always thought that right, anxiety is, a, is an emotion, right? So it's, oh. it's psychological, it's mental, there are neurotransmitters in your brain that triggered that right? Like that emotion, it's not like directly cortisol, but I, what I didn't know is that feedback loop that when you also start getting stressed because you have too much coffee and then maybe you, you didn't sleep really great, or maybe there are certain elements of your diet that are not working for you. That also makes your anxiety go up even more. So it's not only the environment or it's not only in your head. It can also be certain things that you actually can control and that was that has been the most fascinating thing for me. We actually have a long blog post being published on Monday that is going to walk through a user story that is super powerful uh, that I'm really, really excited about that actually talks about how can you chip in and contribute to lower your anxiety and, of course, your, your stress levels. But this is something that we've learned at base. And I think that we are going to be pioneers here and makes us really excited. Yeah, that's really exciting. Because Oh, sorry, I cut you off. Oh, no, I was going to uh, go to our top story, but I would love to hear your thoughts there. Yeah, no, I was just going to add to that because, you know, given that we are kind of coming out of this post-COVID world and this new normal that we are now currently living in, I think so many of us, kind of use our environmental, external environmental situations to, and blame that, right? Like, oh, because of COVID or because of quarantining, 
I just built up like the stress and anxiety, which I'm not downplaying that there is obviously a factor there, which I have seen firsthand people develop anxiety that they never had. But on the flip side, you know, there are things that you could actually do nutritionally within your body and also with mentally that could kind of help that, right? And it's not just about your external environmental stressors. It's about what you can do internally and control and have more, I guess, yeah, I guess more control over your own body and your mind, right? Exactly. Awesome. So what were you going to say with, I think, one other thing that we were talking about? I totally forgot now. (laughs) The top story, like also one of the most common things that we are seeing It's for people that have issues uh, with loss or simply like, you know, having a better diet or following a better diet is that they tend to cut on fats. And this is something that it's been a debate, right? Specifically now with diets like the keto diet and, you know, we are coming out of this phase of low carb diets or, you know, some people when they try to go into a weight loss journey, they stop eating what we've realized is that, uh, you know, when people stop eating fats and, you know, they cut those avocados out or olive oil or butter, some nuts, fats that are really healthy, you have a response from your hormones, right? And this is going to be testosterone, which women, we also have testosterone for, you know, I assume that most people don't know this, but women have testosterone too, um, just in lower levels. Well, just lower than men, but we still have uh, that hormone and DHEA that it's another hormone correlated to that one. So these two hormones are in charge of burning fat in your body, right? We call them the fat burning hormones. When you stop eating avocados or, you know, you cut olive oil from your diet, these hormones have a response and they stop burning fat. So it's super common for people that are, you know, hey, summer is coming. I'm finally getting out of quarantine. Let me lose some weight. You know, I have to get back on track with my diet. Let me cut all of these things out and supplement these with low carb products. And low carb, low fat, low calorie products. We see a response in hormones and it just you know, they throw off completely their diet and then they become nutritionally deficient. And that's something that I surprisingly see a, a whole lot. It's funny because for me, I use the diet track uh, for my own, you know, personal testing just to know when I have to stop cheating. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I have a healthy, a healthy diet across the board, but I also like my ice cream specifically now in the summer. And yeah, I like to cheat, of course. And my levels, you know, my results and my score immediately tells me like, okay, you're now going off track, going on the deep end. So now like, you know, I start bringing it back to a more more healthy diet. But yeah, that's another one that we've seen fairly often, uh, more than what I would have expected. Mm, That is so helpful because it's sometimes you know, even though you know you should stop eating certain things that are not good for you. I mean, ice cream once in a while is not that bad, I guess. But specifically, if somebody or something is telling you exactly backed by science and technology, like this is not looking too good, you know, 
it almost takes that for you to be like, okay, I really need to stop versus like your mom or your partner being like, you shouldn't eat that. Right. So I just love the science behind it. Like I must, not that I know much about science, but anything that has science attached to it for me, I'm like, okay, I think it works. Like this is, this is going to really be helpful. So, you know, kind of coming towards the end of this with health and wellness kind of ballooning with the COVID-19 pandemic and obviously, you know, telehealth is becoming kind of the new, I think everything from home is becoming the new norm, right? Working from home, you know, having the kids at home, like everything is becoming the norm. Do you feel like telehealth and doing health at home is going to be our new norm? And how is that becoming kind of like the driver of the industry, I guess you can say, and the future of healthcare more long-term? Yes, I think that that's, one of the only positive things about COVID-19, right, is that it finally pushed the industry, forced the industry to, you know, treat patients and treat people. I don't like calling them patients. I like calling them people, right, from the comfort of their home. Several things here. It reduces costs. It makes it easy. And we already talked about how important it is to make it easy so people actually do it and bringing costs down, right? Like it's going to make it accessible for more folks out there. So I think that across the board, I'm really excited about health from home. And I don't think we're going back at all. Even like any other home testing players in space, everyone was growing, right? And I think it's just, it's super exciting to see us moving there. What we still have not seen, it's an actual app that help you manage your health from home. And that's, you know, that's who we want to be making sense out of all of that and connecting the dots, right? In between your doctor, your test, your everything, your nutrition, your wellness, your workouts. And that's why base is called, it's called base, right? We want to create this new habit of people asking each other, hey, what's your base, right? Is it what's going on with your health? What's your baseline? What are your base levels? And then making it super easy for you to connect with the appropriate doctors. If something starts to fall off track, right? It's not, hey, go to the doctor. It's just being able to connect you with the right person to talk about your problems and making it super easy for for you. And not wasting money on trying to figure out what the problem is, right? Because I think so many of us realize that, okay, uh, I feel like something is off. Let me go check. Oh, this doctor says that I'm fine. Okay, let me go to another doctor. Let's see what this person says. So it's really kind of cutting out that wasted time and money that we would usually spend to figuring it out. So once you figure out what the problem is, right, or what you're lacking, then you're able to go to the appropriate people and say, okay, I I already know what my problem is. So what can I do about this? So it's almost like cutting out such a big part of the journey of trying to figure it out, right? Yes. And I think you made a very important point here. When you go to one doctor and then you feel like you have to go to another doctor. And what's going on in here is that you may feel like that first doctor's opinion was not resonating with you. And I think that, you know, maybe that doctor didn't have enough tools uh, backed by data to give you the best recommendation, right? So therefore their opinion feels a little bit misleading or you feel like you don't have the context and that's why it doesn't resonate. And that's where we think that base basically feel in that gap, Right connecting you to the science, bringing it closer to you, bringing, uh, it close, bringing you closer to a given doctor and making them empower with data to just 
be able to give the best, you know, the best opinion. And also you mentioned, you know, saving time and money. And I think that saving time is also really important because time sometimes could be critical, especially in health. And also time and motivation are correlated. If you feel like something is going to be a huge project, you're not going to do it. So, you know, again, going back to making things super easy. I agree. Okay, now kind of shifting gears, since we're coming towards the end of this, a personal question that I actually would love to to know just because I am also a founder myself with Bumo, which is bringing childcare to the workplace. I read that you did have a 2.5 million seed round, which includes some incredible VCs. And so what was that like? Because this one, I personally experienced kind of going into these rooms and pitching my idea, a new idea, right? And so this concept is pretty new, even though lab testing, home testing has been around. The concept of what you were trying to pull off with BASE is brand new. No one's really ever done it before. So how was that experience like? And were you expecting kind of the outcome that you, I mean, like a successful outcome of a 2.5 million seed round? Well, before that 2.5 million seed round, we did have a pre-seed of uh, almost $1 million. And that one was definitely way harder because at the time we didn't even have the concept of base fully built. And Mm. that was a lot of trial and error. And it's a lot of, at the end of the day, fundraising for a company that it's so early stage and has such an ambitious mission. It's a lot about storytelling and convincing other people that you are fully in, that you are going to make this thing happen, this thing that is really hard, but they don't know you. So again, it's really hard to convey that message. And eventually I just, you know, I found the right people that believed in me and believed that I was going to be able to build this company. And it's funny because this $2.5 million round was not, I was not fundraising actually. I was, you know, connecting with one investor, a new female founders fund. And, you know, I was just catching up and trying to understand what were the next set of milestones that I should be working towards to fundraise. So this is actually a great strategy. Sometimes it's really hard if you go to an investor and then you're like, Hey, give me money. I'm fundraising. They're like, ah, I don't know you. I don't know what's going on. No, right? Unless you show them really powerful metrics and that's how you're going to convince them. But that, you know, you're just proving them wrong if they don't believe you and they need the metrics. But the way to make them believe in you is just getting to know them early so they can track you. And when I was talking to Anu, she was like, actually, you know, I want to do a round with you right now, or I would fundraise right now. And I'm like, oh, are you interested? And then (laughs) she's like, yeah. Uh, And it just happened that way. Uh, She, you know, she gave us a term sheet after doing a super quick uh, due diligence. And she, you know, she connected me with really powerful angel investors, like Anu Chiki from 23andMe and, and others. So it was a really successful round. I was not expecting that at all. It came as a surprise. And if I have one point of advice would be, you know, build relationship with investors before you go out for fundraising and just get their feedback and their opinion early on. I love that. Well, congratulations. I think what you're building is pretty remarkable. And obviously people around you are 
seeing that even though you weren't fundraising, people just want in. So it totally is a testament to what you're building and just such a need, right? Like it couldn't have come at a better time. Not that you're planning for COVID to happen, but how timely is it when people are now like really focused on trying to become healthier and their best versions of of themselves and, you know, getting to the root of the problems that they might be facing without even realizing it. So just to end it, I would love to hear any, the things that you're working on for the future. Like if there's anything exciting that you could talk about. Yes, we are building an an even more personalized platform. What we want to is to be able to give people recommended products based on, you know, their health profile. So basically what we've discovered is that people find our recommendations to be still somewhat hard to implement because now they have to go and find out what supplements to buy or, you know, figure out where to get that you know, that specific nutritional item that we're recommending them, right? That, I don't know, a collagen powder or that, you know, specific type of nut that we are recommending them or mushrooms, right? So what we want to be able to offer to our members is, is an ability to have a library of like base, you know, trusted brands or trusted products that it is basically like we get it together with our nutritional advisors and doctors and be like, okay, what are you buying for this? What are you buying for this, right? So it's just basically, this is what the base team typically buy for these type of supplements. And just having that ability to have personalized products that you can just start, you know, getting today or buying today, of course, without, we don't make any money or affiliation out of that, but trying to make it easier for consumers to implement one of our recommendations to actually get better. And that's something that I'm super, super excited about. It's going to be released uh, at the beginning of July. And it's just, you know, being able to go to the supermarket and be more empowered to know what to buy based on your on your profile. I love that because there's so many times where I'm like, okay, I need an I, I know that I need to take more vitamins, but I'm in the vitamin aisle and I'm like, what do I choose from? Like I have no idea where to go from here. So the intention is there, but the knowledge isn't quite there. So that's that's really exciting. I think that's gonna be a game changer. So thank you so much for this interview. I am so excited to get my results back. I'm gonna have to let you know what what base does recommend me. And also for anyone that's interested in trying out base, which I highly recommend. Base was nice enough to give me, give us a 20% off discount for the very first month. All you have to do is use the code BUMO, B-U-M-O, to give it a try. I am just so excited for you guys to experience this. It's it's pretty life-changing. And there's only a few products that I could say that are life-changing. So thank you so much, Lola. Before we go off, where can people find you if they want to learn more about BASE and I guess more of you? Yes, get-base.com. Again, get-base.com. Also to find more about me, if you reach out to customer service, fun fact, I read all of the tickets that come through customer service. I This is you know one of my favorite things to do. I book 30 minutes of my day every single day to read all of the customer service tickets. So I will be reading any kind of questions that you have there. Also, I publish my thoughts and my vision and how I think that personalized healthcare should evolve in in our blog. That is get-base.com slash blog. Awesome. And I love that you read all the, the feedback. I mean, that's true, like 
founder mentality, which, you know, obviously you have such a passion for and, you know, that's why BASE is, you know, where it's at today. So congratulations and thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for inviting me. Thank Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and it would mean the world to me if you took a second to rate, review, and follow. It really is the best way to support the show and don't forget to head over to our Instagram for more parenting tips and inspiration at Bumo Parent. And if you guys are looking for high quality virtual education for your little ones ages one through seven years old, make sure to check out at Bumo Brain on Instagram or go to www.bumobrain.com. We have a wide range of topics that your little ones will surely get so excited about from Dr. Kid to Chef Math to our foreign language program. We have all sorts of languages. Forbes called Bumo Brain the classroom of the future and it really is the best platform for early learners. Go to www.bumobrain.com to learn more.